0: Uh, And it feels so good. What up, what up, what up? What's good, Kersh? How we doing? Oh, man, we great, we great, we great. Um... Shout out, Podcast Land. What's up, y'all? This is the Downbeat Podcast. Brand new first episode. This is a podcast that's going to be centered around music production, tech, equipment, royalties, rights, um, producer agreements, all types of those things. Am I leaving anything else up?
1: Uh, oh, publishing. Oh, publishing. Right.
0: Yeah uh dealing with those specific topics to producers um yeah we're we working working we got our segments that we're gonna do um it's gonna be mostly for music lovers and you know people who particip- participate as producers and artists so uh let's get let's get rolling man first um first topic. You you. You were talking about the algorithm with um, Instagram.
2: Let's
1: let's let's go ahead with that. Um. Okay. I thought we were gonna say that for the next episode, but um. Right, there's basically I was watching a uh, a YouTube video um from Curtis King, the uh, the producer and Airbit guy. Shout out to him. And uh, he was going through breaking down the Instagram algorithm. Um, there was a, a marketer this I want to say she's in fashion or something so somebody that he had got the information from, who had done lots of research on Instagram and marketing. And basically, they were he was giving what she said to uh, music producers and how to use Instagram. And be able to trick the algorithm or trigger it and different things to uh, use on Instagram to help um, expand your brand on Instagram. Uh, One of the things um, that she said, which he touched on, is you don't want to have multiple Instagram pages because you're not doing your brand any favors in the algorithm. You don't want to have... shiny rapper uh mc fan page and shiny rapper mc real page you're not doing yourself any favors focus everything on that main page Mm -hmm. um the other thing uh i remember from the video was uh he said when you hashtag stuff don't then go back and try and edit and add hashtags. Once you hashtag it, leave it alone. Cause what it's going to do is it's going to slow it down. If you go back and edit it. Hmm. Another thing he uh, said is basically you get like a, in their algorithm, you get like a, a 10 minute, basically audition to see how popular or how people are responding to that post. Because they're gonna show um, the the hot post first, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, because they the the longer the people are on Instagram, the more they can advertise. So, you're to maybe help your brand have maybe uh, develop like a, a, a group of friends or pod or like you know people who support you and have them subscribe to you so as soon as you post they get an alert they can click on it and like it you get 10 likes right off rip and you kind of trick the algorithm they're gonna think okay it's a hot thing Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be in the the little hot files and uh i don't know we'll, we'll have to um maybe post a linked um to go along with the podcast because it's a uh, very helpful video i want to say it was probably about 20
0: minutes long maybe but oh yeah we definitely could do that i'm with that um let's see i had a couple other things uh i still have to find that that sound bite that i want for the uh Production segment, but um, let's talk about the re- re-emergence of uh, vinyl records. Okay. Um, a lot of a lot of um record stores and uh, tech. They they're noticing a they spike in like high end. Uh, record players and whatnot, and I didn't know that the top, like the the upper scale of record record players, go for like forty thousand. Did you know that?
1: I didn't know it was that high. I know the um, uh, the new techniques that came out are super high. Something that I would never buy
0: at that right. price. Um, the re- I think the, the the re reemergence of vinyl is definitely. Real and as an artist, do you see or artist or producer where do you see the benefit in in, in the uh vinyls coming back? Business,
1: the same reason that um, you know, people seem to gravitate towards the sampled records, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the warmth like there's nothing like listening to a vinyl um at home, I don't think. Vinyls will ever necessarily reach back out to where they were as far as like DJs and stuff.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. DJs don't necessarily want to carry big turntables and crates full of records anymore. Right. But as far as listening at home, like even when I'm crate digging, listening to some of these old records, there's nothing like it. And then you can be able to mess with the pitch as you listen. Like it's there, there's nothing like listening to vinyl. I can't explain it.
0: There's a Like you said There's a warmth And that, The thing about it Is like Okay which you You could be listening to vinyl But To me There's a definite Distinction between Vinyl that was recorded Analog And vinyl that was recorded Digital You can tell You can tell the difference Analog Analog The analog feel It's It's so human You know and with digital you know you got your computers and there's a there's a it lacks that feel and a a certain soul to digital to me in my opinion and that's where the distinction is with 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 vinyl for me where i want to listen to things that were recorded that have a vinyl feel and I think that's, that's, that's where the re- reemergence is coming is that vinyl feel. Cause you, you can't get that dig- on the digital feel with, with, especially with nowadays where everything's over compressed, you know,
1: I wonder if it goes hand in hand with the, uh, the new rise in like lo-fi music mm-hmm. and, and like, uh, the digitalizing of, uh, old analog sense and that kind of thing. I wonder if the the vinyl reemergence has any relation to that kind of stuff.
0: It probably does because you think about it like that I mean, you you got to look at that's a direct correlation of, you know, the the and the culture of, you know, music listeners gravitating towards vinyl where they're listening to this music and they want to they want to recreate it in, their, in 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 new time. You know what I mean? So that's where you get in the digital. You know, the people digitizing the analog sounds, and things of that nature. It's a di- I think it's a di- direct correlation with the two. Because what? Yeah. I mean, when like let's let the reemergence started what like three four years ago with vinyl.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was starting to like uh, pick up a little steam, probably
0: about three years ago. Right, and now it's like it's 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 pretty much at an apex right now. But with the digitizing, with the analog sounds, when do when do you say where that really picked up to where it is now?
1: Um, God, I've really started noticing it within the last two years, but especially within the last. Year,
0: yeah, I think it, it got to be a direct correlation, man. That's just my opinion. Um, all in all, I think the record player, record record, the people that are making the record players, they they're eating, they're eating right now. You know what I'm saying? They dusted off all of the old lines that they had to make the record players and shit. They're they're eating right now and it's, it's a good thing it's a good thing for everybody when when finals come out when finals uh, come back out so the the
1: thing that's good. uh pretty cool is a lot of the um the Stantons and the the reloops mm-hmm. and uh even Pioneer they've kind of um emulated the the Technique 1200s which are you know the classic joints right so it it is pretty cool to uh See that reemergence too.
0: Yeah. Um, I think um, there's a. I was looking at this this tech, far as like while we're talking about record players, there's a rare um, 78 rpm records uh, that are being digitized using Prism. Sound t- Titan Audio din- uh, Interface. Are you familiar <clears throat> with it? The um, the yeah, the Titan Sound Titan Audio Interface is is, is playing a key role in helping uh, U.S. Audio and Moving Image pres- uh, Preservation Company George Blood LP to complete a unique. community project which aims to create a digitized digitized reference collection of 78 uh, RPM records. Uh, Entitled The Great 78 Project, this extraordinary venture has digitized 35,000 sides and ultimately aims to digitize in excess of 400,000 sides for preservation and discovery research. Um... I, this is the deck direct uh, correlation with, with the boom man you're going to see a lot of a, a lot of companies in tech that are pretty much final catchers you know what i mean you're going to see that cuz they're pretty sure they're going to get competition with what it'll, they're doing
1: it'll be interesting to see um how exactly it plays out with um, the what I want to call it the instant society that we live in
2: Mm.
1: and the ability to uh, access it on you know Spotify and Apple music as soon as it comes out how vinyl actually um, I think they actually have to focus on being a niche and figuring out how to succeed in that way. Cause I don't think that they will ever be able to compete with the, uh, the streaming industry.
0: No, I don't, I don't think that that is the purpose because he, I, when, when we're talking about vinyl, somebody getting a the vinyl, they, they still have to go to the store or uh, online to order it, get it in the mail or get it at the store. Correct. So, you're looking at somebody who has an acquired taste. So like you said, it's going to be a niche. It's going to be a niche uh product, if you will. I don't think you 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 you're, you're not looking to compete with the streamer. There's no way to compete with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. It's it's an acquired taste for like the for the manufacturers. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that you'll be looking to compete uh, compete with it. You would probably uh, just look to maintain your small niche uh, market.
1: Yeah, you you have to. I mean, like for instance, before we started the podcast, um, I've actually been chasing this record for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen it at the uh, the bookstore in uh, Sandusky Mall a while back, but I haven't been able to find it since the Kevin Gates Isla album, his first album. I had seen it on vinyl and I didn't get it like a dummy when I first seen it. So I've been trying to track it down. I did find it on Amazon. But of course I have it on playlist and I actually I think I bought it off of iTunes. But I wondered like okay that's somebody very, very modern how that would sound on vinyl. That was a curiosity of mine. So, I guess you know, in that instance, like people would still buy vinyl. I definitely buy a vinyl over a CD just for listening quality. But um, it, I, I don't know necessarily how it holds up long term.
0: Yeah. It's... <laughs> Definitely holding up long term, you have to treat that like you would treat your CDs back in the day, you know what I mean? With, the, with extreme love and care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So they had that, they had the Isla at the, at the records, I mean, at the bookstore
1: a while back. They did that's dope. that's dope. They had that, and they had Drake take care of me or or thank me later, thank me later. Yeah,
0: wow, that's a collect, uh, collector's items. You, you should have grabbed that, bro. Right. Uh, let's talk about um, um. Services, cloud services that you're using. Let's let's segue into that. Um, we got the the rolling cloud for VSTs, and um, splice. Between the two, your experiences with them, how? Uh, well, I I um, only experienced so you you got a chance to experience both so i would love to get your take on it
1: i'd also like to add in a third one even though it's still in beta okay. um sounds.com
0: okay sounds.com
1: which i've uh i've enjoyed a lot more than splice per se
0: mm-hmm.
1: um splice is cool I think I've enjoyed it more as far as like finding drums and stuff on there.
0: Oh wait, 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 I, wait. Let's let's explain what we're talking about.
1: Okay, um, Spice and Sounds.com are both um, subscription based clouds where you can get on and find uh, drum packs, MIDI packs, uh, VST plugins that you can rent to own. Um. Presets for those VSTs, you pay, um, there's different, uh, what I want to call it, pay scales for Splice, depending on what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds.com right now in beta is only $10 a month. Splice, I want to say, has a 10, 20, and a 30, and you get a set amount of downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds.com right now is unlimited. hmm so, I, I don't it's know electric. if that's going to change when it comes out of beta, but the, the advantage to sounds.com is it is unlimited, so you can go you can go ham on the downloads.
0: Hey, and Sam, why didn't you tell me that? Why didn't you tell me it was unlimited?
1: I did tell you that. For real? <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn, I'm, I'm lunching. Why didn't I go? Oh, man. Okay. So, I got to sign up for that. Why are we on air?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Splice. I start with Splice. There was a um, a beat I made. God, I forget what I called that one. Um, it, people were hot after it as soon as I did. I I was able to get a, a vocal chant off of there that I chopped and put in, and then um, build it around that. And um, I, there's certain things I like about Splice. But to me, it seems a little scattered when you're looking for stuff if you don't know exactly what you're looking for or who you're looking for. Hmm. It's very, very easy to browse on Sounds.com. Hmm. Um, the I guess just just the organization of everything. I'm I'm big on organization, so. Sounds.com seems more organized and compartmentalized to me. Splice seems more like you're just digging. Who knows what you're gonna find? It's more hit or miss to right,
0: me. Right. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I've made. Well, the the intro joint um, was a combination of uh, a piano sound that i found on sounds.com and um i was actually i added um well i added my own drums and then i added uh, a sub bass i think mm-hmm. i did sub bass in that and a, a trumpet sound both from the rolling cloud mm-hmm. what the rolling cloud is is it's uh, a monthly subscription based thing from roland that includes a whole bunch of vintage Roland um, synthesizers, and uh, now the the vintage TR 808s in there. Um, I believe they're eventually gonna put the Phantom in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's all the classic sounds, all the the stuff you expect to hear, everything that you know, hip hop was basically built on. And uh, it's $20 a month every month. I think you could pay like 200 for a year. But if you pay, whether you pay annually or month to month, once you pay for a full year, you get to pick one of the VSTs to keep mm-hmm. and it'll be yours forever lifetime wise. The other thing is when they add and right now they've been adding like roughly a VST every month or every six weeks. That's just part of the cloud. You don't have to pay extra for it. They just add it to the cloud and you're able to access it as long as your your um, subscription is up to date.
2: Hmm.
0: Now, is is there a way I don't know if you said this already but if not um, so is there a way to access offline?
1: No, because it's cloud-based. No, it I, has mean, to be-
0: I mean, like, you would have to download, correct? And we um, still have access offline.
1: The, the stuff is, I mean, the stuff is downloaded to your computer. However, without an internet connection, you can't access the cloud.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: That's That's the catch with both that um that's the other catch with Splice is when you do the like the to own for like serum or something. Right. You okay. have to have Splice running along with Serum, which is a CPU hog. So you're you're pushing your computer to the limits with that kind of stuff, hmm. depending on your computer power.
0: Right. Okay. okay. Well, as we're talking, I'm I'm <laughs> signing up for sounds right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to definitely get into this and see how the library of sounds are. Um, and I'll let you know. I think I just deleted Splice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually had held on the Splice for a little bit after I got Sounds.com. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once I got the Rolling Cloud, I was like, you know what? At some point, I'm just going to buy Serum outright. So I dropped the serum part and then I started looking at stuff. And a lot of the, the uh, sound designers that are on Splice are also coming over to sounds.com. And I'm like, OK, let me go ahead. And uh, there was one one more pack that I wanted from uh, Caps and Audio. So I let my stuff renew. I downloaded that pack and then I deleted my Splice.
0: Hey, man, I'm, do your thing, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to take this sounds out. I think, I think this might be uh I think this might be it. There's
1: there's a lot of modern stuff, um, a lot of like loop stuff. For those who are not fans of loops, um, you can put it in the Melodyne and grab the MIDI and drop the MIDI into whatever you're... Your workflow is and and make it your own that way. If that's uh, something you like to do, or you can chop the loops just like you would a sample.
0: True. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play around with it. Um, I'm gonna use some melody down mine and see how the how how, the, how the things work out for me. I'd like I like the unlimited. The unlimited is it the splice where they had you know limits of i can't remember what what price range i bought but um it kind of seemed like they was kind of chipping you yeah putting a limit on it
1: because you look at some of those packs on splice and you'd have 512 samples well if you like that sound designer you wanted to check out that whole pack because you know sometimes i'll buy a pack like um i'm also a big machine masters person i'm a, I'm a member with them mm-hmm. um and sometimes I, it'll take me a couple of weeks to go through a pack because i treat like a sample pack like a a record right like i'll go through it i find something make something go back to it so you you can end up with like you know two three joints and depending on the pack if you got stems or whatever you can end up with three four five six seven joints off of one pack right so the ability to have i mean the the one um i guess the one sidebar on sounds.com um but like i said it's still in beta is to download the whole pack You have to download each You have to click download on each sound In the pack Which can be tedious if you want the whole pack
0: Absolutely dog Absolutely Also I'm looking at it like this from a business standpoint When you got Subscription based anything There's no limit on it You know what I mean Right So you're kind of you're putting yourself in it's going to be a negative uh, interaction with your product. Cause think about it. Apple music title. They don't have a limit on what you can consume. Right. So if you're doing a subscription based uh, sound provider, you have to have that same business format, that business, business, uh, business model. So that like that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Once I got in there, I was like, Oh, there's a limit. You know what I'm saying? Like you should just let me go with that nine dollars. You know what I'm saying with that nine ten dollars a month that you're paying with. I think I was gonna pay thirteen something like that. I don't know.
1: But I think <laughs> they would be better off uh, on a pay scale like having like a uh, you know seven ninety nine, but have a limit, and then having like a sixteen ninety nine unlimited. I think that's was, eventually I was where both 13. of them will be at. But
0: I was paying thirteen. Right, right. And what the, the top the the next one was what was it twenty six?
1: The I want to say the top one was like thirty ninety nine or something because I bought it one time. Right. Because was I was un- after some packs.
0: Was that unlimited?
1: No, the Spice oh, okay. doesn't have an unlimited.
0: See, either way,
1: thirty dollars gets you like three hundred samples or something like that.
0: I had to be more than that.
1: But no, or maybe it was six hundred.
0: Either way, dog, you can't charge nobody thirty nine something. You can't charge somebody that high of a price and put a a, a limit on what they, you know, can consume. That's it. That's not. That's a, that's a bad business. That's a bad business model.
1: Well, even and this this isn't even on the topics, but even when you look at the distributors now online, uh, DistroKid, you pay a flat fee annually for unlimited releases.
0: Yes. And I fuck with DistroKid too. I fuck with DistroKid. Heavy.
1: I think that might have to be a topic in one of our future episodes because there's a lot of features and a lot of things about DistroKid that are pretty cool.
0: I fuck with them. Because you're able to, as an artist, especially as an independent, you're able to just drop music and be on several different platforms instantly, and yes. you know it's, it's so. If you're able to be there, it's just a matter of you promoting and getting your, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Directing the traffic there, so I, I fuck with it. And it's it's it's, it's as soon as you as soon as you drop your music, it's there. So I'm a fan of Distrokid. And they from Ohio too, ain't they?
1: I wanted to say they were from Massachusetts, but I could be wrong.
0: I, th- I think everybody from Ohio.
1: <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> been through Ohio.
0: Damn, man. Um, let me look at this shit. Hmm.
1: So what else we got?
0: Um... Let's see, we talked about that, we talked about that, we talked about that. You want to do um, straight cash, homie, or you want to save that?
1: Uh, we can save that for the last segment. I was going to touch real quick on the um, Harrison Mix bus.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, good luck. And uh, for
1: those, for those who, are, who are starting out and um, are looking for a somewhat cheap, uh, price point as far as DAWs, Um especially those who are like into the mixing and engineering um, recording look into Harrison Mix it has um, what I want to say a really warm sound it's, it's very inexpensive um, I haven't got to use it a whole lot because I don't get the necessarily record or mix vocals or or record uh, instruments anymore like I did you know back when I was in school but um, I do have it I have kind of seen it on YouTube Um, one of the guys I'm a huge fan of and I suggest all of you go follow all the music producers go follow MG the future Hmm. he's um He's shown it in a couple of his videos. He also will hip you to a whole bunch of uh, VSTs that I'm sure some of them will cross at some point on here. But um, really great guy. He will definitely interact with you. Any questions you have. um, I've personally learned a lot from him and watching his videos. Uh, Another one. I know we didn't really talk about this uh, prior to, but... um, I was just reading uh, a little bit ago about doll's uh, Reaper hmm. is another inexpensive doll. And they've basically built their name and their brand on uh, word of mouth. Word. Which is pretty cool. Uh,
0: that's, that's awesome.
1: Chris, our old teacher, Chris Cavera, shout out to
0: him. Shout out to Chris.
1: Um, he was big on Reaper as I was... Uh, finishing up school he pretty much had gotten away from pro tools other than at school and was using reaper for his his uh, personal stuff mm-hmm. um you can buy skins and stuff for reaper to make it look exactly like pro tools if you want it to look like pro tools um i've never personally seen it live or or touched it or anything i'm I would imagine if you know Pro Tools or Logic, um, it, it'd be easy to learn. And uh, I mean, it couldn't be any harder to learn starting out than Pro Tools. So I want to say that that's right around 60 or 70 bucks as well. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're looking for a way to start out recording, you know, at home or whatever, that'll get you going for relatively cheap. If you, I'll add this real quick. If you have a Mac and you want to go Logic, Logic is a $200 download from the App Store, which is also relatively cheap compared to the Pro Tools and the Ableton's and uh, the Studio Ones. Fair enough, bro.
0: Fair enough. She's um, that about everything? Everything we we should cover. I think that's everything we had
1: in the um in the docket. It, well, yeah. As far as tech stuff, we was gonna cover um, producer rights and uh, agreements real quick, but we can save that for another episode. Yeah, let's
0: let's save that because I want to get I want to get the sound bites and get all that shit together. Okay. I want it to be rolled out good. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, unless you wanted to talk about it, if there's like if you had a lot of information on it. I That's mean,
1: just, I do, but we can we can say that so yeah. it's planned out. We can make almost a whole episode off of that.
0: We could probably get it at, like close to half hour. After that. But, um, yeah, this has been the first episode of the Downbeat Podcast. Kirsch, thanks you, um, for uh, you know, <laughs> riding it out with me, man. Um, we've been planning to do this for a long time, and we finally got to do it today. So, um anybody
1: listening that wants to follow me on the social networks um, Twitter Instagram and Facebook I'm on there at Sicario Beats or backslash Sicario Beats there's no dashes or nothing there is somebody on the internet trying to copycat me it's not me you'll recognize the the logo it says Sicario it looks like it has bullet holes in it and very faintly it says Beats that's me um com. anybody interested in uh buying beats the website will officially be launched uh next month however right now you can access it and uh buy a limited amount of beats
0: that's dope that's dope i've seen i've seen the website quality uh, proud of you, man. Proud of you getting that done, dog. and and you. You, you. you put that up, most of it, the coloring and, and design yourself, right?
1: Yes, I, I actually did everything except for uh, the banner that's up. See?
0: Yeah, you definitely got to tell the people that. So when they go there and they see this, he put this together too, you know what I mean? Right. Again, thanks for uh. Doing this, man. I think this is gonna be a successful podcast, man. We just got to stay consistent, um, and and be interactive with the people that listen. So, uh, yeah. So, hopefully, we can get a new, we can get a, a separate feed for this, um, and we can get the five star reviews and whatnot. Get all of this separated, and you know, look to get some endorsements for these music, um, equipment and. Dogs yeah, we, things of that nature. We're definitely open to that.
1: <laughs> we show quite a bit of love to some big brands.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out. You good? Yes, sir. All right, man. Until next next episode, y'all. Uh, this is Downbeat Podcast episode one. Thank you.